Welcome to Women Investing in Women and Girls on the State of Women Radio Network. I'm your host, Michelle Jaffe, and we are so glad to welcome our guest today on the show, Victoria Mendoza, who is the Miss World America of 2015. Victoria, it is so great to have you on air with us. Thank you so much. I'm very excited and honored. Great. So just to kick off our conversation, I'd like to hear more about you. Um, can you tell us more about what your background was before you entered Miss World? Yes. Yeah, so I come from Phoenix, Arizona. I'm 20 years old, and I'm a third-year broadcast journalism student at the Walter Cronkite School at ASU. So I've had dreams of becoming a news anchor or a TV reporter since I was a young girl. And now I'm in school studying for that. I'm very excited and looking forward to graduating this upcoming year. But um, I come from really strong close-knit family who had always encouraged me, and they still do, to pursue my dreams in any way that I can, and if I feel like something's on my heart, to just go for it. And so in 2015, which would be my junior year of college, I decided, I think I'm going to do a pageant. And my parents went, okay, okay, that sounds fine. So um, (laughs) I competed for Miss Arizona in 2015, and I was lucky enough to walk away with that title. And it was such an honor, but I I was still very new to the pageant scene. I had done only one before, and then I took a break, and um, I kind of got the pageant bug again. So I competed in 2015 and won Miss Arizona, and then I reigned for about six months as Miss Arizona before heading to Washington, D.C. to compete for Miss World America. And I was lucky enough, Arizona won the title of Miss World America, which was a huge honor because I'm the first ever Latina to ever win that title. And um, it was the first time in a decade that they had actually hosted uh, a sanctioned pageant, whereas before they used to just pick a girl from, let's say, a modeling agency and send her to Miss World. Well, that year they had chosen to host the pageant. So it was a really incremental year of my life. It changed my life. Um, And so now I'm just kind of getting back into the swing of things. I just crowned my successor for the 2016 year and um, now I'm ready to be a student again. So that's kind of me. I'm a little family girl and just decided (laughs) one day to do a pageant and here I am. Well, I think it's credible to hear your experience and what led you to where you are now. I think you mentioned earlier that you were relatively new to pageantry. So I was curious what specifically attracted you to the Miss World pageant. The biggest thing and the biggest difference between the Miss World organization versus other pageants that are out there, because there are so many, um, and if girls are looking to compete in pageants, I highly recommend that you look into the different systems and what they entail. But the Miss World America pageant attracted me because I also grew up, my family um, always encouraged me to give back to the community and to use my talents for good in any way that I could. And so the Miss World organization has the beauty with a purpose aspect, and that is really what drew me to the pageant. Um, I watched a little promo video for it. I remember sitting down in my room, just having my cup of tea and wearing my glasses, and I was watching this video of, I think it was Miss India, and she had raised over a million dollars in six months for her charity that she was working with. And wow. I, I, at the time, was working, you know, with my charity here in Arizona. Um, well, I work with several, but um, I, I just thought, oh, my goodness, 
you know, she's able to do this because she has this title and she's raising millions of dollars. Um, so that is why I was, you know, genuinely attracted to it. Cause I knew that the, these women that were competing had goals and they were driven and they wanted to do something so much bigger than just a beauty pageant. So that leads me to think about how the pageant industry is treated in the media. Sometimes it gets some pretty negative feedback for focusing too much on a woman's outer beauty and not enough on her inner beauty. Um, I'd like to know what's your take on this and how do you think pageants actually work to empower women and girls? Yeah, you know, you're right. I think that pageant girls have a stigma to them. And, and for a while, I think that, you know, for years, it was a physically beauty contest. Um, and so what I like about pageants nowadays is that I feel like they're evolving. They're changing so much from just what women look like and, you know, parading them up on stage to now we're asking them questions. We're having in-depth interviews with the girls to see what they think and feel and how the title will help them contribute to society. So, um, and that's another big part of the Miss World organization that they, you know, the girls are not up there just standing and smiling as pretty faces. They're on interviews on CNN and BBC News and they have to be able to compose themselves and speak and have opinions on things. So I think it's the, the beauty industry or pageant industry is changing. And um, I think it's, it's taking a turn for the better. And, you know, the Beauty with a Purpose projects are working to change that narrative and really show how you can take a pageant and use that platform for projects that will change the world. Can you tell us about what your Beauty with a Purpose project was? Yes. This is the part I love to talk about the most. Um, <laughs> my project is Feeding the Hungry, and specifically this year, I had the great opportunity to work with Feeding America, which is the third largest domestic charity in our country. Um, so they kind of took me under their wing this year to be an ambassador and a spokesperson for Feeding America. So, um, But what really sparked this was in 2013, I'm a very spontaneous person. So when I, come, when I decide something that I want to do, I just kind of do it. And um, I've been really fortunate with, with the way that things work out. But um, in 2013, I decided to take a trip to Haiti. I wanted to see what, you know, hunger looked like. And it was just a few years after that big earthquake had happened. And I just wanted to get new experience and see what, what was going on there. So I took a trip to Haiti and I was there for a month. And that was another, I would say, very significant part of my life. It changed me as a person. And uh, I saw hunger on such a deep level. I saw children who had lost their parents and then now didn't have a place to live. And they were struggling just to eat, you know, a couple meals a day, if that. Um, so it really struck me and sparked my interest for helping the hungry. And so when I came back to the States, I thought, okay, I've seen homeless people on the street and I know they're hungry. But how many do we have here in the United States? Because you, you think of America as such a superpower. You don't think that there's hunger on that level. But I was shocked and disheartened by the fact that there are 6 million Americans who don't have a steady way to eat every day. And so that, in 2013, was when I started my work helping the hungry. And it kind of just evolved from there. Um, I work with Kitchen on the Street, which is a local organization that helps children um, who are struggling through elementary school and um, eating lunch during that time and 
um, Feeding America this year. I worked with St. Vincent de Paul. So I've been all over the state, but winning Miss World America really gave me an elevated way to speak on this. And um, it attracted the, the third largest domestic charity in the nation. So um, that was really cool for me. That was probably the highlight of my year was them noticing the work that I was doing and then kind of like partnering with me to achieve a common goal that we had. What an impactful experience. And how amazing is that to be able to get behind an initiative that's, you know, so important, not only for, you know, America, which is the country that you're representing, but, you know, your work in Haiti and, you know, you're, I'm sure that you'll be working on this for a long, long time and visiting many more countries in the future. So, I mean, what an impactful experience. Yes, definitely. And I love to travel. So that, I mean, it's a great way to see the world and also help people at the same time. I want to go back to Haiti um, at some point, but there are other countries around the world that I know need our help. And, um, you know, even on our own home, home field right here in the United States, there's so many people who could just use a hand. So, Victoria, what are your goals with your work? You just crowned the latest Miss World um, America 2016. What kind of long-term changes do you want to see um, in how we feed America and the rest of the world? What are you working on now? Well, it sounds pretty cliche, but, you know, I don't think that ending world hunger is something that we can achieve in, if not my lifetime, but in the next generation. I think that Part of the issue is that we kind of write it off as some unachievable goal. And, um, you know, the numbers are there, the facts are there, and we are such a powerful country. We have the resources, but I think that the lack of knowledge in our country specifically is what holds us back from helping others. So um, in my lifetime, you know, I I pray that we'll be able to raise more awareness about this cause um, and that people will see helping others as more of a responsibility. Um, I think it's something that, you know, people are like, oh, I wish I could, I could help somebody, but I don't know how. I hope that people are able to see that they have strengths and resources to do something. And um, that's really why I'm launching my website. That's why I'm studying journalism, because it's all about raising awareness and getting these conversations open and out there so that people know. But, um, you know, I, I don't really know what will happen <laughs> exactly. I'm going to continue the work that, that I do and doing good for the community. And um, I'm just going to trust that things will work out the way that, they do, that they're supposed to. So you mentioned two things just now. Uh, you talked about how we can get millennials, other girls, boys, and more men and women to help your cause. And then you also talked about your website. Uh, can you explain more about those and how we can help you out with your goals? Yeah, so um, for kids who are looking to get involved in any project, I would say it sounds <laughs> it, it sounds like the hardest thing in the world to do to get involved with an organization, but really all it takes is a phone call. All you have to do is call up a homeless shelter and say, hey, what do you need from me? And you will be surprised the list of things that every organization could use um, and the resources that you have that you didn't know would be a big help to them. Um, So I would say if you're looking to get involved with an organization, if you're looking to help me in any way, just ask. Um, That's, you know, half the battle is picking up the phone or writing that email and um, being consistent. So for me, 
I I love working at St. Vincent de Paul. They're they're a great organization here in the Valley. And um, actually, next week we have a really big charity event happening where we're going to have Diamondbacks players there, Cardinals players there, and we're just going to be hanging out um, in the kitchen area, serving people food, and trying to brighten their days a little bit. So, but that's an that's an event that is open to the public. If you want to volunteer, all you have to do is ask. Um, and as far as my website goes, that's just going to be another way for me to kind of shed light on the work that we're doing, on the work that I'm looking forward to doing. And um, just, I hope that it's an open-ended conversation on my, on my website and my blog that people will ask and that I'll be able to answer and all kinds of different things. Absolutely. So you have such a bright future ahead of you, Victoria. What are your future plans, ambitions, and goals? Professionally, um, I need to finish school first. So that's my <laughs> first goal um, because there I want to build America. <laughs> yes, I know. When I won, um, I had to take a year off of school to fulfill all of my duties. I was traveling all over the country. And so I decided to take a leave from school and just kind of put that on hold. And so this year, I finally get to return to my studies. I'll be a Sun Devil at ASU again. And um, I'm also an honor student at um, Barrett. So I'm working on my thesis. I'm going to class and hopefully graduating in the next year. And um, once I graduate, I'll have my degree in broadcast journalism. So, And another great thing about pageants is the people that you meet and the connections that you meet in the industry um, of, of this sort is that I've met so many people around around the country who work in broadcast journalism. So it's been nice because they've really helped foster this dream of mine. And upon graduation, I know that I have people that I can turn to who will help me in, in my career. So hoping to pursue broadcast journalism. But like I said, who knows where life will take me? <laughs> we will see. If you were looking back, let's say five years ago, I don't think you could have even imagined where you are now with all of these amazing experiences. Right, exactly. It, it is five years ago, I was still a senior in high school. So, yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> well, Victoria, it's been a pleasure to have you on air with us today. We hope that you continue doing what you do and we'll be supporting you with your work. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm honored to be on this on this show with you today. It was it was a pleasure. Thank you. And really quickly before we go, how can we connect with you um, through your website, through social media? What are the best avenues? Yeah, so I'm on all the social media. I have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's just my first and last name, Victoria Mendoza. And then if you want to check out my website, it's thevictoriatimes.com. So excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on air with us today. Yep, thank you. I'd like to invite our listeners now to connect with us by going to facebook.com slash womeninvesting or follow us on Twitter with the handle at womeninvesting. Thank you so much to everyone who has been listening in today. You've been listening to women, women Investing in Women and Girls. This show is produced by the State of Women Radio Network, the first radio network for women and girls. If you are a premium subscriber to the State of Women Radio Network, stay tuned. But for now, I'm your host, Michelle Jaffe. Until next time.